Back to the podcast, Kamali slash Cam's time capsule slash Kamevi. Kamevi. Ollie has died without me. R.I.P. Ollie. R.I.P. He could not survive without me, so unfortunately he has died, and I've had to replace him with Evie. Um, Evie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I hope I can live up to Ollie's expectations. Yeah. Yeah. High bar he sets. Um, we're coming to you live from Corfu, Greece. And when we say that, when I post this, we would have recorded it just then so like yeah. Greece, i've been in europe for about two weeks now yeah london berlin now I've been in Greece from in paris to berlin no, i didn't go to paris no yeah yeah you've been here for about 10 11 weeks yeah um you've experienced uh the euro hot girl summer trip yeah euro summer um, now we're on a bit of a vacation so vacation. the song coming off the top was i love your girlfriend by omar s yeah. It was a bit of a Cam's Time Capital throwback. Yeah. I picked the song and I thought, you know what? Pick your hot girl summer, your Euro summer song. Um, tell me a bit about the song. Um, I feel like as we've been going through the trip, we've just been accumulating like songs in each kind of place we go to. And I feel like that was the most recent song that we accumulated at Deck Mantle, the festival in Amsterdam. And we were there. And I like a bit of groovy music with like words. Like I'm not a big heavy tech yeah heavy techno gal so as soon as he started saying i love your girlfriend i was like this one shazam it in the crowd mm. embarrass myself it is a bit embarrassing to shazam but sometimes you just you got to do it i feel like you need to like i need to accumulate them you know i'll be honest my techno dance house music playlist is so bad i think it doesn't so exist it doesn't exist yeah the limit does not exist so if i did find a song that, that i liked I just hope that someone around me jumps <laughs> down, and because I'm never the guy to give the ox chord to if we want to have a bit of. Oh a no fun. way! If we wanted to maybe do some rapping of some sorts, or maybe. Or you want to take the mic and flex your rapping skills, maybe. Rap yeah. Give me the give me the ox chord, but if we're having a bit of a dance techno party, I'm not the guy. Yeah. So you did go to a festival in Amsterdam, and you have been to like Pitch and Strawberry before. Yeah. What's the difference? How do they compare? <sighs> It was just really cool. Like, I feel like we went there and everyone was older. I feel like we're getting to an age now where you can kind of notice younger people's ages. Like, I feel like going the last time I'd gone to like pitch was, which was at the, when, when, yeah, when COVID started. Yeah. And I just felt like you can feel like the 18 year olds and it's a bit like cringy and everyone's trying to like serve with their fits. Whereas like here, Everyone was just like genuinely cool and older and no one looked like they were trying, mm. but they all look so sick. Like I've never been in an environment of people wearing like such cool things. And I just felt like it wasn't weird to be there. Whereas I feel like I'm getting to an age. If I was to go to like strawberry or something again, I'd be like, Ooh, I'm probably. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. And uh, remember you said that how clean the festival was? Oh my God. It was ridiculously clean. They had like a cool system with like cups. So you'd give your cup and they'd get like a coin back. So, um, so people wouldn't throw rubbish around. Like didn't have um, money. Like I had coins. Yeah. So it was just really clean. Um, it was so odd. They had like a section for like urinals, like a section of just like trees of urinals. So you could like walk past and see like men like hovering over to pee. I felt a bit odd. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty odd, but it was just a really cool environment. And 
yeah, it was a great time, but I think it'll probably be the last one I go to. I can't go back to Australian festivals after it, I feel. Not being... You're going to be TV this year? No. But I'm, in general, not, like, a festival girly. I just like to dance, you know? Like, I'm not going there to, like, party too hard. I just want to shake my groove thing in in a field of people. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, So, you've been... Let's just list off the countries you've been to. Greece, Switzerland, uh, Italy, Germany, Netherlands. You're doing it in such an odd order. <laughs> I'm just doing what I've got here. Right okay, now. yeah. My research here. Okay. What I've got right here. So let's um. So where'd you first fly to Greece? So we first flied to Greece, and I've got family. Oh, are you Greek? Oh, are you Greek? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Did anyone ever know that Greek? It is a personality trait. Mm. Um. But we so we flew there, stayed with family when we started. Um, we did have some issues getting over there with passport and forgetting. Like talk about your original story. <sighs> Maybe it would be good to just let people know. And they I feel like it's going to embarrass me a lot. Oh, it is very embarrassing, but I think it would be good for the people to know so for when they have their travels. I'm just going to – all I'm going to say is just remember that aeroplanes – Operate in 24-hour time. Let's say your flight is at 3 o'clock. Three, it says 0, zero, zero, zero. three three. Wait. If it says 0-3-0-0, yeah. zero, 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 that means 3 a.m. Not p.m. Not p.m. So if it said 15 o'clock, though, that would be 3 p.m. You're throwing me under the pump here. Yeah. So... We um, did have some qualms with the time and might have missed our flight. Possibly. But this is just rumors and speculation. Yeah. This is all allegations. I don't like to let people into my life too much. Like, <laughs> let's just say that we had some qualms with and the time and is, maybe missed our flight. All I'm going to say is as well, if you may have happened to lose your license um, a few months earlier and you start going out to the discotheques at home <laughs> with your passport. Do not take your passport to the discotheque because it might just get a bit uh water damage water damage wear down so when you get to the airport they may not scan it and it may not work so you might have to they might reject you at the airport they might reject you at the airport even though you're on time for your flight this time they might reject you at the airport so yes 24 hour time that's what that exists exists. double check your flight times well once these allegations and stuff came up about you my flight was at 12.30 and it was a bit annoying because I was like, oh, that's surely got to be in the PMs, not in the AMs because by 12.30, yeah. 12, 12 <laughs> a bit, and I made sure my passport was all good, yeah. to be scanned and all that, made it here safely. You ended up did making it safely eventually. Yes. Eventually. Um, landed in Greece, the homeland. Yeah, um, my people. The, the, land your, <laughs> the land your people. Yeah. Um, what were you getting up to on those? Uh, um, so basically, we didn't really go to any of the islands that people would think to go to when they went to Greece because I'd been a few times when I was younger. Yeah. I kind of knew I had come. We came to Europe with my best friend Kirby, and we shout came. Out shout out Kirby. Um, we. When we were planning our trip, we were like, oh, do we go to Mykonos? Do we go to Eos and Paros? Because that's where those are the party islands. And I was like, look, there's a lot of other beautiful islands that are more our vibe. Um, so we went you're to more. Par- we're not partiers. Yeah. The wise words of your year, <laughs> Mykonos is for the drunks and the gays. Yeah. So. It is. It's like. Yeah. 
But um, not just that also, it's just, it's just a party place. And we wanted to like, we came to Europe with the intention, like we just want to sit on the beach, go to a little village, drink our coffee, relax, read some books and just really like engulf ourselves in like that slow life. So we're like, you know what? Mykonos not for us also because we had heard how expensive it was like 25 euros for an app roll so once you like do the conversion there you're paying like that's fucked that's so bad so we were like you know what let me take the lead i'll choose what places for us to go so we actually end up going to the inoanian islands which is on the left hand side um we also went to kalamata like yeah the homeland yeah stayed with some family um struggle to speak greek a little bit like i can speak greek but it's some of the words i think you're very good at speaking greek thank you but i feel like um really you never just speak greek to me or around me yeah you're just here just speaking complete fluent greek having conversations with these old men and i'm like (laughs) old men (laughs) yeah I love to talk to greek old men um (laughs) yeah they do yeah, and I feel like they also put a bit more respect on you when you say you're from the place. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm, like, Greek, and they're like, oh, like, I feel like they treat you a little bit better than yeah, tourists. You don't want to be known as, like, oh, like, we're so touristy. Like, they fucking obviously, like, everywhere hates tourists, you know? Like, they just cause like a ruckus. I feel like I'm hated. Even though I'm probably not, I just feel like... Australian dirtbag. Yeah, and I've... I've come to feel... The, over the whole trip, I've come to feel like an Australian dirtbag. Yeah, before I came here, I, I got a haircut. And it's not what I wanted in a haircut. Mullet, like, baby. And it's a mullet. So now I'm here running the mullet and I just feel like, oh, I look so Australian. And, and you sound so Australian. And I've realised I have a very thick Australian accent straight from Diamond Creek. I feel like when you come, like for me personally, like when I've come here, I feel like you can hear the accent so much more or at least like I feel like I can. So like when you were speaking, when we were in with your brother, I was like, fuck, like I can really hear like our accent and we sound so Australian. I had to say to a guy beer like three times before he understood what I said. And yeah. In Germany, like they obviously have beer. Yeah. And I was like, beer, beer. Can beer. I beer. Can I have a beer, please? Yeah. yeah. So Greece was cool. Yeah, um, Greece was really good. My early, my early thoughts on Greece is a lot of the smoking of the cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those little electronic cigarettes. Like oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vapes. I forgot what they're called. I something I, I built Greece is built on the foundation of cigarettes and coffees mm. yeah, you so know you get, you get like a little cigarette almost and you put it into this little vaporizer thing so it's kind of like an e-cigarette of sorts yeah and it just vaporizes the tobacco and they're whack and the other day me and Evie were just chilling we saw this woman definitely pregnant she was definitely <laughs> pregnant like she was about to pop yeah. Was she not about to pop? She was about to pop. And she was chain smoking these electronic cigarettes. Like, she's trying to smoke that baby. Yeah, out. she definitely was. Um, but they smoke everywhere here. Like, honestly, they smoke inside the house. Like, when I first arrived to Greece, like, my family member's house that we stayed at, smoking inside of the house. Like, anywhere you want to pop a dart, you can pop a dart, which is kind of sick. I feel like it's kind of cool. It, but it's like, co- I feel like it's cool because like in Australia I feel like we're so prude like you've never been in a house where people have smoked inside you 
kind of like, this is grimy. But in Europe, it's kind of like, ooh. Uh, it's a little bit of a serve. I don't think, I don't think smoking in the house. Not in Australia, but I feel like it's, it's kind of a vibe. Like when you go into the house yeah. and that's their lifestyle. Yeah. So you left Greece. You it was really beautiful. You like left Greece, then did you go to my homeland? Was it yeah, we went to Italy. And what are your thoughts on Italia? Italy, I feel like when I went into the trip, I was expecting, um, I had high expectations for Italy and it was really beautiful, but I feel like, um, it wasn't exactly what I expected. Um, some of the spots were just ridiculously stunning. Like we went to Sicily and Sicily isn't a place where they speak a lot of English. So basically, um, we'd be every interaction that me and Kirby would be having. It was such a nuisance just to get something to eat or like try to converse with people and people were really rude. And I think that's just the culture. I think Italians just a bit more cutthroat and rude, Mm. but not in a bad, not shitting on them. It's just more there, like the way that they interact with each other. Whereas like when you walk on the street, people are like staring at each other and giving each other like greasies kind of vibe. And maybe because we looked a bit touristy, but I feel like in a, you a backpacker or are you a suitcase girl? I'm a both. I got a backpack. That so I just backpack across here. I have wheels on my and like I would backpack, but I ended up getting like acne backne? Like no, what was it called? Acne mechanica on my back. So cause I was like carrying them in like it's like 40 degree heat. You're walking upstairs sweating and I broke out from the sweat. So backpacking isn't all that it seems to be. Yeah, so up the stairs, I would like put the option of a backpack on just to like walk up the stairs. But I reflect that for about three and a bit months travel, I have 11 kilos and probably about two, three <sighs> kilos of that is my podcast and equipment. So that's pretty impressive. Okay, you have what? Two tops, two shorts, and then maybe a pair of one pair of undies. That's all you need, baby. <laughs> that's all you need. Inside out. In, yeah. Back inside. And by the time you flip them inside out, the other side's clean again. Yeah. <laughs> Italy was really cool, um, but I feel like it just wasn't what I was expecting. We got yelled at a lot. Yeah. Like, the oh hands, my god, the they did the ooh. What's yeah. a, what would you call that? The hands. The hands. The hands. Yeah, like at one point we'd be like, we had like a balcony in Catania in Italy and Kirby's like, Evie, come here. And we go outside and they're like doing the hands and I was like, hey, hey, hey. because our like, the water was like dripping from our aircon um, air and they was trip like yelling at us on the street. At one point we got like yelled at at the train station by this like sassy Sicilian woman. We're like, oh, we need to get onto this train. And she's like, no, not train. <laughs> and we're like, why? We just want to know why. Literally. And we're like, please like explain. She could only say like no train. She's like, bed only, no train. And then even like Kirby got hit by an Italian man. Hit. Literally hit. hit. No, no, no. Like hit. Physically. Like whacked. She was whacked. Tell me that story. No, okay. So basically, um, so you, they have like the line bikes in some places in Europe. Like we were in Milan and we we're on the line bikes and... Bike or scooter? Scooter, scooter, sorry. Um, we we're on the scooter and we we're going down the street and then I was like ringing the little bell to let this man know with his like dog that we're coming through. And so I go forward and then Kirby's like coming up behind me and she gets whacked in the arm by this Italian... Yes, and he like whacked her and did the hand, he was like, like yelling at her. She didn't ring the bell. 
No, uh, he was just. There was no reason. Like I let how him far know. Behind the A couple meters. Couple meters. Like he was just not having us on the scooters. He just whacked her. Were you meant to be on the road, maybe? That's what I was saying, but there were heaps of people on the footpaths on the scooters. I don't know. He obviously just had a bad day (laughs) and likes to abuse young women. That is, um, yeah, that was pretty. I don't condone. Um, and we tried it. We got like swindled for fake clothes, and people don't believe in like in Italy. They don't believe in like lines. Like, there's no such thing as lines. Like, you're cutting in everywhere you go. Oh, so it's just like schools. Yeah. Every of- man for himself in Italy. Like, mm. you're getting absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I but Italy was beautiful. Um, it's a bit grunge. Yeah. A little bit grunge. Greece is a bit grunge. I. Because you just see photos. Europe is pretty grunge. It's grunge. And you just see the photos of, like, the nice things. Yeah. And then you walk, like, 10 metres out, like, turn around, and there's just, like... Broken homes. Broken, um, yeah. Like, unfinished houses. You have... Um, what's it called? Graffiti everywhere. Mm. Like, and I feel like locals in general, especially in Italy, like like to dress a little bit grunge kind of vibe. Like there was lots of like off your tree type shops. I feel like in Milan uh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. our bus driver yesterday was a chick, and I should have. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I was. Um, it was kind of a sleigh, but I was just like, uh, oh, a rando. I think the eyebrow piercing <coughs> um, is done. The eyebrow piercing has had its time. I think it's gonna come back. You think it's coming back? I I just feel like everything comes back. Give it ten years. My mum. Give it ten years. It's on record now. She said that you just you can't get an eyebrow piercing because she had a friend whose son got an eyebrow piercing. Yeah. And he was just like fixing it, and because it was so close to the brain, that like <laughs> made it a nerve or something, and he um he passed out. So mum was like, no, I thought you were gonna say he passed away no, from the he eyebrow piercing. Passed out. Okay. But if you did die from eyebrow piercing, that's your own fault. Yeah. That's your own fault. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, Italy, cool. Yeah. Uh, but you were a bit, uh, not unhappy, but disappointed with the overall Oh, I, food I was, okay. The food. The food, I'm just going to say that unbiased opinion the food was just like better in Greece and we'd come from Greece which has like a lot of like options for food and then you get to Italy and then it's like pizza pasta and you're like I can't consume one more piece of pizza like just I just need some vegetables in me and was the pizza that good? Uh, I feel like the in Melbourne like we have such amazing like food like pizza Mm. pasta like we have like such amazing quality of food and multicultural different types whatever and Italy, I was just like, cool, I've had better pizza at home. Mm, I did have, like, good pizza and pasta, but it just was like, eh, it was... You could have had it in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. I think if, um, like, if you know where to go, they would obviously have the best pizza and pasta there at the best places. Yeah. But it's just about knowing where you need to go to find these places. Yeah, definitely. It's just the tourists, um, because we found out... In Berlin, when we were staying with my brother, mm-hmm. and he's lived there for 18 months, that he said, we go here, here, and here. Yeah. We had the best food in Berlin. Food yeah, we Berlin did. I feel like in general with, like, traveling, like, everyone is going to have such a different experience, and you should never really take 
Um, like whatever someone says to you about their recommendation, just take it with a grain of salt because no one is ever going to have the same kind of experience in a place because I could say to you like, Oh, go to this place. I had the best time. I might've said in a great location, the weather might've been great. Um, maybe like the public transport that day was going like perfectly and you might get there. It's like, you don't know, you don't know. So I don't think I'll ever like, if someone goes, Oh, where would you recommend me to go? I'd be like, look, I had a great experience there. Like, was depending on like the place yeah. and everyone's different of what they yeah what they want you can kind of give a so and i think that's important as well right now and you speak grit mm. and so i and it's pretty much 30 35 degrees 34 degrees you speak greek there's amazing food at every little shit restaurant around it's pretty hard for us to have a bad time right now yeah like you like we, you can just speak to some guy and give him a handshake and then he's going to give yeah. us a dirt bike or whatever. whatever. But I could give a recommendation to a person who, one, doesn't like the beach, one who wants to party and do all this kind yeah. of stuff. I'd be like, okay, where we are right now, probably don't come here if you want to party. Um, you could party. There's a couple of karaoke bars. Also, um, <laughs> I wouldn't. There was a Michael Jackson impersonator last yeah. night. Um, well, we didn't really like party at all. Like throughout my trip with Kirby, like... Oh, I don't... We... So far, I've been drunk once, maybe one and a half times. Um, I could probably count on one hand how many times. And, and But I, I understand because yesterday we woke up, probably got to the beach around 11, 11.30 yesterday. Oh, After a breakfast, a coffee. Breakfast, sat in the sun on the beach all day, beautiful. Um, I went to the shops and they sold these, um, what would you call them in Australia? Marijuana at the shops. <laughs> So I bought one of those, smoked it on the beach. It was awesome. Yeah. And um, and because it's legal here. It's legal. So it's legal like pretty much everywhere in Europe. Except Man, if you go into the shop. Greece, like, Italy. I feel I like Switzerland, I, everywhere. I didn't really want to. Like people think, oh, Amsterdam's a place to go. It's mm. like if you, if that um, tickles your fancy, then mm. best believe you'll find it. That's a, not a thing that I would like yeah. But I just wanted to try it that one time. So yesterday I tried it out at the beach. <laughs> the first time. For the first time. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. But then by the time we got home, five, six o'clock, showered, went out for dinner, and we were just knackered. Like, yeah, um, well, think about it. I've been here, like, we had, like, a large portion of doing this. Mm. And I feel like me and Kirby, like, we came in with the intention of, like, kind of knowing what we wanted to do. Like, we really wanted to, like, experience going to the beaches and doing a lot of fun things. And I feel like when you get drunk that wipes out half the next day like we would wake up every single morning and be like what are we doing today and literally like dominate that day you know Mm. like let's do this let's do that by the end of the day you're like i'm pooped let's sit in bed and read you know like you're sitting sitting in the sun (sighs) eight eight books honestly that's not that impressive for me yeah i've only read uh, that's not that impressive for me i've only read the first 50 pages of two books i've got two books going on at the Mm. moment an intellectual man. And they're, and they're both... Uh, so one's the artist way. It's about unlocking your creative mind. And all that and gives me like uh, things mm. I need to do each week to uh, unlock my creative mind. I'm actually very enjoying that book very much. Mm. And then the other one I'm reading is Happy Sexy Millionaire by um, Stephen Bartlett, which is the guy who runs Diary of a CEO cool. podcast. And uh, it's just about how... Happiness and success isn't what it all te- what it all really is, and how I actually got a question. Doesn't make you happy. I'm gonna run this quote right now because I um 
I wanted to bring it up in the pod, and while we're talking about it right now, it's probably best to read out right now. So, this is the quote from the book. I saw happiness as something I could win, by adding more and more points to the imaginary scoreboard of success, wealth, fame, and accomplishment. But how can you win a game when the only when the only end to the game is the player in brackets you dies? That's shame. So the game's pointless of adding to add these fame, success, wealth points. Yeah, that's going to add to your happiness. So your happiness is more within you of. We're in a beach in Greece right now. I don't need to be thinking about that other things. I need to just be experienced and happy with what is going on right now. I feel like sometimes... Can you just hold up for one second? All right, sorry. The microphones are a bit crooked, um, but we'll get back into it. So the... Whatever my question Happiness. Happiness. Be happy. That was more just the quote of the... Yeah. I feel like... um, being happy like is a thing in yourself and you're not going to get more points mm. you're not going to feel better about yourself by showing people how good your life it is and how happy yeah. you are and i feel like when we're talking about europe like obviously people in melbourne that haven't gone to europe would just be seeing everyone smash content mm. of like europe like if i was in melbourne right now i'd be like fuck this like everyone's just absolutely posting look how good my life is and this and that and we're all we all do it, you know, like we've been bred in the society where like, this is like normal, but there's times and moments where I'm like, do I really need to like share my life with everyone to prove that I've done it? Like if I don't post a photo of like what I've done today, does that mean it didn't happen? Yeah. You know, like, oh my God, if no one sees all my content, cause I had like a few friends message me and they're like, you haven't been like, just like, I want to know what you're up to, what you're doing. And I'm like, when I see you, I'll get back and we can like talk about my stories, but I don't have to sit there and give the whole world live updates on everything that I'm doing. Like, I just want to experience this moment as it is. I'll pop a photo up here and there, but I just feel like this is my, what I'm seeing through my eyes is my experience right now. And I don't have to like, you don't come over here to make, like to show off what you've done. It's like, just embrace it in yourself and be like, wow, I'm living this moment and just take it all in. I feel like I'm in a weird part because I'm like, um, my job, I want my job to be like comedian so in social media and all that, but I also don't want Instagram. Like I, I wish I could delete Instagram and I could delete these apps and not use them yeah. because I don't like what they are. I don't like what they mean. I don't like how you, I post, think... you post a picture to boost your ego you post the picture to flex on people and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for me, it's been like a long journey with like social media, mm-hmm. especially because I have like my business and and I've been hacked again. Again. So Doxia Swim has been hacked. I did try to, I feel like this is like so yeah. fucked. The last time I came onto your podcast as well, I'd been hacked on my oh, main account. Yes. I've just been hacked. My, my email has been hacked and I was trying to barter this hacker for my Instagram back. I'm like, I'll yeah. give you money. Like, just give me my account yeah. back, please. So we'll deal with that one once I get back to Melbourne. Yeah. But yeah, do not get swindled by hackers. By hackers. Create a new email address, please. Yes. But um, um, we'll go. I think you had a couple. I remember you were telling me a story about uh, Greece, uh, Turtle Island. Okay. So basically we went, so we went to the Inuanian islands on the left-hand side of Greece, which was, um, Lefkada and Zakynthos. And I have like family from like Lefkada, but Zakynthos was such like, um, 
it was like there's places that were a bit more touristy places that weren't we actually had stayed in a town like called Luganus and it was full of like chavs like English. English, it was like English schoolies. Yeah. So you're walking down the street and it was like all these like chaps with their bum bags and their socks and their shoes yeah. and like their mini shorts and they will be like, Chavs like I'm absolute yeah more tonight mm. like on the street in like large packs and like you know like that whole like English girl. What's the chaps called you reckon? Um I don't know. A murder. <laughs> murder of it was child. a crow's. Yeah. Um, cha. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> Bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but they were like walking the street like pissed midday. Wasn't there a guy you're telling me that, that was just like walking? Walking down, fist pumping to a Vici. Yeah. Fist pumping like, like in the middle of the day. I saw someone walk into a pole. Like they were, were like. Like, where did these people come from? So we obviously, like, did saw that one day and we're like, we're never coming back to this area. Island, what was that called? Um, Zakynthos. Oh, sorry, yeah. 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 So, yeah, do not go to Luganas and Zakynthos. Oh, actually, maybe if you want to party. If you want to party you want some English dudes. Yeah, yeah if you want some English chubs. Were they, like, the, um, you know, those English chicks with... Yeah, uh, like the brows, the, the full kits, everything. Is that what the... Um, but they were obviously babies. Like, they were 18. This is more just a question. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if you know the answer. But is that what the... Like, the chaz would find attractive? Because to me, like, an English girl that's, like, got that fake tan, those thick eyebrows, like... I don't think it matters if they find, like, the chaps find them attractive. I think that's just what they like. That's what the girls be doing. I feel like that's just their sense of style as a collective. Oh, shit. Well, I I wouldn't run it personally, but if you want to serve, serve. Um, oh yeah, so basically, and we had gone to like this island, and you could catch like a ten euro taxi to this little island off the island because Greece has three thousand islands and islets, so there's just mm. everywhere you go, there's like little islands. Um, so we caught a 10 euro taxi to this little turtle island, and they said, oh, like you, they actually like the turtles hatch their like babies on this island and then they like swim out to the water the whole thing that they do mm. so we get this 10 euro taxi and it's like tourist central mm. and everyone is just there and like there's these boats and they're like little milk bar boats like they're selling ice creams coffees on the, on the boat like the whole boat is like a shop and it was cool and then instead of, then i started to see like people like obviously with their drinks and all the tourists there and they were having like drinks with straws like plastic straws on turtle on turtle island and i was like this is like the most insane thing because in australia obviously like we don't have plastic straws anymore for the turtles and we don't even have turtles we don't like it's like okay what are you gonna do like you're in south meringue like what is your straw actually gonna like make its way to the turtles when you're like northern suburbs of like Mm. melbourne whereas like i'm literally there on an island where they like hatch the turtles and they were having like plastic straws i was literally heartbroken i was like are you kidding me All all that soggy like all the hard work we're doing in Australia, useless. The Greeks don't, they don't give a fuck. There's a funny um, Andrew Santino bit, um, if you want to, I think it's on his latest special on Netflix, about how like, why we, why do we stop straws for the turtles? Like, think about oh, how- Greece big, is on that mindset, they don't about, give a fuck. Think about how big uh, um, a turtle's mouth is. 
compared to a straw. And it's like, how the hell is this straw getting to the... The turtle's mouth is, like, so small. I know. How they, yeah, anyway. I know. But it, 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 made, it, made, me, it made me really sad because it's like... It's fucking horrible. Like all these little baby turtles and all this rubbish, cigarette butts and everything. So I just made sure to pick up my rubbish and pick up a few pieces as we went along. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just sad. Uh, I'm just going through the notes here. You got a lot of notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here for um, like almost like 11 weeks now. Uh, we'll go. So we, is that all of Greece? You finished Greece? Um, Italy, got any more finals? Give us one. Do you have one more story out of Italy and Greece and then we'll move on to the next place? <sighs> We don't have all day, man. Don't have I'm all day. trying to think. Don't worry about it. What is... The oh, no. It was actually really funny. We got this, like, ferry to... Um, from one island to the next. It was, like, a five-hour ferry. Yeah, but, it, like, we thought it was a ferry. Mm. It was just a yacht. Like, it was literally just, like, a yacht. Mm. Like, one of them, like, the millionaire yachts. Yeah. And we actually woke up at, like, four o'clock in the morning because we had to get on there by, like, five... We're on this huge port and we didn't even realize that like the boat was on the other side. I so I was on the phone to you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was on the phone to Cameron just like updating him on my life. And then Kirby had just gone for a walk and Kirby starts sprinting to me and I'm like, oh, Kirby's running. That's not a good sign. She's like, the boat's on the other side. So it was like this whole like movie scene of like a few people are like, trying to make their way to the other side of the mm-hmm. port and it took probably like 20 minutes to walk it 15 20 yeah. minutes to walk it and it was leaving in like a couple minutes so like mm-hmm. not a couple minutes like around the same yeah. time yeah so we're all like trying to get there and everyone's like trying to get a taxi like taxi and then other people run ahead get in it someone's trying to carry our things some american dude was like come in our car and there wasn't enough room for both of us and we ended up getting onto it because the american guy came back with his car picked us up and took us on the yacht oh, yeah he was lovely Actually, yeah, I think it was American or maybe Scottish. <laughs> I don't know. He was something. He was something. He was English speaking. He was English speaking. Did he live in Greece? No, no, no. He was a tourist as well. And so he came, picked us up and we're on this like, yeah, and we're like, oh, thank God we're on here because we wouldn't have been able to go to the next island because the public transport in Greece is ridiculous. Yeah, so um, we get on on this yacht and then we're like, fuck, like we need a coffee. So we go to like inside the yacht and they have like this makeshift kitchen. Like they just had a piece of wood, like a little like coffee machine on top of it. Like it was not a kitchen space, but they were just like the Greeks were like, let's just like flip this all together and see what we can run. Um, So we're like, okay, like I'll order ourselves like a coffee. And I ordered like the coffee I've been getting in Greece. It was like Fredo Cappuccino. And I was like, oh, I'll get one of those in Greek. No, I said it in English, actually. So, and then he's making it, and this old man is, like, putting it together, and then he turns to the other guy, like, halfway through making it, and he's like, you're going to fucking have to run me through it because I don't know what the hell I'm doing right he now. He says it in Greek, and he doesn't know I can, like, understand him, yeah. and I was just like, that's hilarious. That's your favorite thing, that people talking shit in Greek. Oh, my... Like, Remember that was... Oh, yeah. So, basically... um, Because I can, like, understand it. I they Obviously, I look like a tourist, or I look like I'm not from here. Mm-hmm. So people will like it's good for them to assume. Yeah. So like sometimes I just won't say anything, so I could like hopefully they could talk a little bit of shit and I can just come back at them. So we ended up um in Zakynthos as well getting a quad bike. And when we first got it, he was like really like mansplaining to me, like, oh, this is how you do it, are you sure you're gonna be okay? Like really thinking that I wasn't able to. And I ride like dirt bikes 
since I was like four or five years old. If you listen to the pod, you know Evie's good on wheels. Yeah, Evie is good on wheels. Yeah, so I've been riding like dirt bikes from a young age. So I'm like, oh, this is piss far, like a quad bike. And he's just like really like, oh, are you sure you're going to be fine? I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. We get back a couple of days later and he's speaking to like, the other guy in Greek, like looking around, like thinking, he's like, oh, you didn't have any accidents? Mm. And I'm like, no. He's like, no hits. And they're like all going around talking to each other like, oh, nah, they didn't hit it. Like, I'm like, no. Like I said, him like, oh, no. Like in Greek, I like replied. I'm like, no, I've been riding motorbikes since I was a young age. Yeah. So it was like a double like feminist moment yeah. and a bit of like a fuck you. Nice. Like, I'm, like, I'm not going to fucking because they have like a lot of like shitty tourists there yeah. as well. So they're probably just like, oh, these girls are definitely going to like end up in a ditch somewhere. Yeah. All right. That's all from Greece and Italy. Any final words from those two? Um, beautiful. Beautiful, okay. Beautiful. So let's go to France. Bellissimo, as I'd say in Italy. <laughs> Bellissimo. Um, south of France, let's rip into that. Oh, country. south of France is... One story, quick, quick vibe check on it. Oh, south, Fran- south of France is a fucking vibe. Yeah. Like, I, actually, a place that I would recommend people to go to... What's south of France? What, what's nice. We nice. say to Nice. Go to Nice. Nice is really cool, and it's everything you kind of need. Like, it's a bit more... Greece and Italy are very, like, third... Not third world, but very behind. So, like, you feel like you've stepped into, like, 1980s here. Yeah, well, it's, like, 1980s, you know? Like, uh, this is how, like, your parents would have been feeling, like, how many years ago and, yeah. like, the way everything's set up. Whereas the south of France is a bit more modern. Like, you do have, like, the old town, but you've got, like, the city central at the back there. Then you've got the bars, restaurants, and then you've got the beach, mm. which you have, like, beach clubs. So it's, like, the perfect, like, setup for going if you're, like, want to, like, go get a drink, go a bit of shopping, go to the beach amazing setup and it's such a vibe like on the beach like everyone's it's sort of like have you ever if you've ever been to like edinburgh gardens in melbourne it's like everyone's sitting around having like a wine Mm. dancing around having fun it's that vibe but on the beach until late at night like everyone just like having a moment and you just feel like you're part of something bigger even just sitting there and people watching because in france people watching is such a huge thing even when you eat you don't sit across the table yeah me and kirby love that you sit next to each other facing the street so you then are just people watching and honestly it's an amazing it's amazing yeah me and Kirby had so much fun just like let's sit and just watch people Mm. get a coffee get a croissant get a baguette get a crepe um, my my dessert intake in France was did you have a croissant um, addiction because I think I think I do in, in Berlin I think you're having one every day I think I've been having one every day for a hot minute now yeah and even when it was just borderline not not even a nice place. It was just a train station croissant. I just, mama needs her croissant. <laughs> mama needs her croissant. <laughs> I need it. I need it. Train station Okay, but the croissants are just better in general in Europe. And they're just like, oh. And at one point, like even in France, it's like, we'd be like, breakfast, baguette and chocolate croissant, crepes for lunch and dinner. Like, I don't think I had a vegetable in a long time. But I think if like you're coming to Europe, like, Pack on those kilos. Like, what else are you here for? Yeah. Like, eat your dessert as many times as you want in the day, you know? Cool. Cool. But, yeah, go get yourself. If you go to France, a crepe. Oh. South of France was good. What about Paris? Paris was really good as well. Um, It was really sad because it was, like, raining while we were there. Wasn't there riots on? Oh, no, that was in Marseille. 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 They didn't pronounce the S thing. It's Marseille's. Marseille. Yeah, like I remember we had met um, this couple on the beach and we were like pronouncing somewhere, like we we're going. He was like, no, you don't pronounce the use. <laughs> you know, he didn't speak like that, but it, um, 
think you would. No. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um Francis so No, no, it was like a couple hours away where we were from. Mm. But it's so crazy because when we'd go out for drinks and like just be around mm. There'd be like police everywhere with like guns, machine guns. Machine guns. Like mm-hmm. we're just like out for a little cheeky cocky, and then there's literally yeah. someone in front of you holding a full machine gun, like walking yeah. the streets in like lines. Yeah. Like I've, it's very, it's very confronting for especially for an Australian. Like we don't see a lot of violence. Yeah. And um, Kirby, I think had spoken to someone. They were saying that um, um, France is in a state of emergency and that's why they can have guns like that around. Why were they riding? Do you know? Um, I think it's got to do with, um, the refugees coming in and they're letting a lot of people in, but there are not not enough jobs or something along those lines. So the people, uh, I don't, I'm, 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 no, I think it's like the government is letting them in, but not doing anything to help them out. And the kind of, it's resulting in a lot of like poverty and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. France in general, if we look back into their history, they're very big writers and they're like, the people are very passionate about their country. Mm. Like even like we had gone to, Artists. they're very like passionate people. Mm. Like if you look like, throughout their Europeans history, oh yeah. Are. Europeans are very passionate. Like you think of like the, uh, uh, classic Australian old man, like a 60 year old Australian Man, they just sit the there and they're holding on to their beer. Like the least passionate thing ever, person ever, besides for their footy team. Yeah, but in Europe, everyone's passionate. Everyone's speaking with their hands yeah, and like, like even like when I was in Greece with my cousins, like we were, me and Kirby were just like observing. We're like, wow, like they're just. They're, I do. I am <laughs> speaking with my hands right now. But it's just amazing to see the way they interact with each other with so much energy. Like, mm. in Australia, we don't really do that. Yeah. And I think it's something I want to bring back with me. I want to energy. bring on that energy. <laughs> um, More passion. Good. More passion. <laughs> <laughs> More energy. More energy. <laughs> um, so, but the movie Ratatouille. One There's the, rats everywhere. <laughs> one of the best. Christine, your mouth is moving a lot like a rat. There was um, rats everywhere yeah. in Paris. Um, Tiana was really scared of... The rats, like it so was a thing. Tiana yes, Tiana there. met us in Paris, um. and so we were just like around. You go to the um, Eiffel Tower, and there's rats everywhere. Really? Yes. Oh, no, I don't like that. coming out of like the bushes and like running across. Mm. And Kirby was like, "Nah, I'm like one with the rats." No, no, and I'm like, no. "Nah, we need to like nah, this is I don't, fucked." I don't fuck with rats, and especially so. I was thinking about the movie Ratatouille, which is based in France. Um, yeah, in Paris. And um, one of the greatest movies of all time. It is. You should understand it. But I saw this thing the other day and I was saying that you got to think about that movie. The bad guy of that movie wasn't the bad guy. He, he wasn't the villain. A, he just didn't want rats cooking his food, mm. which is completely fair. Yeah. Which is completely fair. Um, and that's something we take for granted in Melbourne. I reckon I've seen maybe one rat in my time in Melbourne. Uh, yeah. No. You don't see him. Do you reckon that's... But it's so crazy. Like for us, for them, they're like, "Oh, just a rat." But then, as soon as you say you're Australian, they're like, "Oh my god, the spiders and the sharks!" And they're like, "How do you survive out there in Australia?" They think we're living in like, they think the outback. They literally believe it. I had this um, when I went to London. uh, When we went to a soccer game, so I'll tell this story now because it's quite funny. Um, Went to this soccer game, Liverpool v Chelsea. I'm a Liverpool fan. And so I went to the pub beforehand, and beforehand, beforehand. 
yeah. beforehand. 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 And um, <laughs> just because I was like, I want to experience the full soccer game, de- game day experience. But it was at Chelsea's home game. Yeah. So, and with them, it's not like you can... They said, don't rock up wearing any Liverpool gear. You can't support the other team. You're sitting in the Chelsea. So I had to act like a Chelsea supporter for the whole day. It was excruciating. But I went to this Chelsea pub before, met these two dudes, and um, one of them, like these English dudes, turns out they were complete fuckwits after getting to know them for a little bit. Um, but ended up getting pretty pissed with them. They'll buy me shots. And one of them said, he's like, nah, I don't swim in the ocean. That's fucked. That's a- Until I see a shark in the post office, I'm not going to their home. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? So he's never gone in, he's like 25 or whatever, never gone in the ocean in his life. That's fucked. It's like so sad. That's really sad. So, and he's like, nah, man, you're probably getting like, eat like all the bugs and the spiders and the snakes. You'll be, oh, that's fucked. And, um, but he's a loser. And I added him on Facebook. Because he um, he wanted to get beers after the game. Yeah. And since I've added him on Facebook, he keeps posting, like, inspirational quotes. Yeah. But they're, like, about, like, people having allegations against him and stuff like that. He's like... And so I feel like he might have, like, a couple bad allegations, like, against him. Oh, like, no. Like, some bad shit. It's like, um, his quotes are like, yeah, all these false allegations. It makes me see who the real ones are and stuff like that. I'm like, that's intense. Like four or five of them. What like, kind of people are you attracting? No, man, I'm worried for you for your troubles. Chavs. Chavs. But went to the Liverpool game. That was an awesome day. The pub experience was cool. Yeah. Um, let's get on to London now while we're here. Did we miss? Well, uh, yeah. So I from Paris. We went to. Eh, well, no, we miss Switzerland. Switzerland has my heart, as all the girlies would say on Instagram. Mm. Um, it's hard to post something on Instagram without that sounding cringe. Yeah. yeah, I feel like um, insert country has my heart is mm. definitely one of the most used captions. The homeland. Slight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's an attack. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Switzerland was probably my favorite place. And that's probably what you had the least expectations. Yeah, I feel like Switzerland is the most beautiful place on earth. If you're gonna go to Europe, you can't miss it. It is very expensive, but worth the money. Like we went to Lake Lugano, which Lugano, Lugano, yeah, and it's half Switzerland, half Italy, and it was just the most beautiful place we've ever been. Like I've ever been to. Yeah, it's just a lake and then you can go to like a little like lake club and sit there and swim and just the walk was I can't even put into words of like how like ethereal and relaxing and just you didn't feel like you were in this world. Like it was just insane. We also did a hike yeah. up the stews, which is like the highest um incline for a what are those like things that take you up called? Uh No no no, uh, there's a word for it. We uh, don't know what you're talking about, though. The for nuclear. Did you know that word? A for nuclear, the highest for nuclear in the world. That's awesome. Yeah, so we went for a hike. That was insane. That was yeah. literally insane. And it's crazy because the cows on the mountain, they all have like their bells, and you can hear them. Obviously, because they're all like <coughs> moving around, but they're like dogs. Yeah. Like, they come up to you and they want to pat. Oh, it was, like, the most surreal thing I've ever experienced. Like, you're sitting there and they just, like, n- like nod their head yeah. towards you. Like, pat me, give me attention. They're just sitting there lounging on this 
like yeah. mountain in Switzerland. Like, on a, mm. that's crazy. When I die, I want to come back as a cow in Switzerland. That's cool. I probably want to be a human. No, but <laughs> if you had to be an animal, what animal would you be? Um, and I you can would, choose where that animal is. Oh, so you would pick a cow in Switzerland. I would pick a cow on a mountain in Switzerland. Yeah. A cow is a... You've got endless food, like all the green grass. Yeah. You're just nipping away at that all day. That would be cool. you got the sun shining down on you. I'd probably be a rich dog. Really? Like yeah, a little, like... A little dog. poodle. Like a dog on a farm. And just run. No, a dog on a farm would be a hard-working animal. No, like You'd be like... Sh- like go to a retriever on a farm. So, so not I'm one of the work dogs. I'm not one of the working dogs. I'm just like the buddy. I'm their friend. I'm oh, okay. You're a house dog in the farm. Yeah, on a farm. Yeah, because I was going to say like the other animals. I'm like not the... like a sheep dog. No. Yeah. No, I'm not, I don't want to do and that. like if you say if you were a dog and you're like, oh, like this neighbor's eagle. lamb. I'd be an eagle. You're on your farm. You're like I a sheep. I've changed it up. Okay. Where? Yeah, but why an eagle? Because they just, they're like the biggest bird and they can just fly. And like, whenever you see like an eagle flying around. I've like, never seen an eagle in my life. I remember when we were, were like a hawk. That was an eel? An owl. An owl. An eel. No, we were looking at some eagles. <laughs> oh no, it was in Byron. We were looking at them. You weren't there. Sorry. Oh, ooh. Yeah. There were these big eagles and they were just flying. And they were, I was going to say, I've never seen an eagle in my life. They their wings. They literally just glide through the air. It's so like, beautiful to watch them. So I'd probably be an eagle. And because I don't really like birds, that I would probably end up starting to like... Imagine just being able to fly everywhere. Okay, but birds, it's like, it's hard for them to eat. Not eagles. They're top of the food chain. Are they? Yeah, eagles, eagles gotta go. Okay, there. but you still have to, like, fight for your food. Yeah. A cow in Switzerland, it's like, they eat grass. Yeah. They're living their best life. Food on, like, you got everything. But the cow could be, like... Because people eat cows. People do eat cows, Babies but eat no cows. one's eating like a Swiss cow. You're like up in the mountains. Like, how are they going to like get it all I the way down? That, um, I know nobody's ever eaten an eagle. And <laughs> <laughs> like, if, but you'd be dead. Like, you'd be dead and then you'd be going into your next yeah, animal. So I don't think they'd... The, yeah, but then I come back as an ant and I die in like six minutes. So mm. we won't... Yeah. All right, so we'll move on to... Well, in London. Uh, thoughts on London is the food fucking sucks. Yeah. London cannot... Nah. You get bad scram. London is just like Melbourne, but I feel like on steroids. But also, Um, well, it was the end of like our trip because I had like with me coming to were like finishing up our trip. End of the hot girl summer, and then um, so we were like, well, like oh, let's sit in our beautiful house and just like read and Mm. go out for a bit of a walk to um the park or go a bit of shopping. We did see Big Ben. Was big and Ben Benish. I feel um, like I went to for, me, for me, I feel like the most underwhelming thing of the trip was Nando's. No, Nando's sucked there. No, I had a great mashed potato. Yeah, mashed potato, but the rest of it was average. Everyone talks about a, a UK cheeky Nando's. It was not their standard is it lower. Shit, it was fine. It was fine. If I got that Nando's in Australia, I'd be like, oh, this is poor Nando's. In. <sighs> I know, but like, it was fine. But I wasn't going to say that was my letdown. I feel like for me, not like a letdown, but seeing um, the historical sites, what's it called? Like a landscape, like the landscapes, the landmarks was just like, as soon as you see it, like, oh, cool. Buckingham Palace. Check that one off the list. Like you see it and you're like, okay. Like even when I had seen, um, I feel like the Eiffel Tower, beautiful. And you see like, oh, cool. That's the Eiffel Tower. Like. 
but that's kind of how things are. I, I know, I'm really I know. Young. I'm not really a looker at But when I was younger, I used to have a Paris-themed room. True? Yeah. Um, crazy like Yeah, that. I had a Paris-themed room, and I had a picture of the Eiffel Tower, and I got there, I'm like, cool. Smaller, it's... smaller than expected. Really? No, it's fine. I have a bad perception of, like, yeah. I thought it would have been, like, ridiculously huge. I remember huge. when we got to Buckingham Palace, I pretty much looked at the guard, and I was like, Haha, that's that guy. Exactly. The palace, and I go, I've never actually seen a photo of Buckingham Palace, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's pretty old, that's pretty cool. And I think at the time we were playing, like, Would You Rather? Yeah. I was like, Would You Rather fuck one of these guards? Or, like, Would You Rather? Yeah, yeah, really unhinged Would You Rather. So, that's more what I remember. That was your brain was like thinking about that. Yeah, and then we got a fish and chips. Which was just no. like any other fish and chips. You no, had. I feel like Australia has great fish and chips. I feel like it was. Was it worse? It wasn't. I, think I, I I wouldn't. If I had that at home, I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, it it didn't do nothing for me. Uh, what food in England? Oh, we had some Mexican that was okay. Caribbean then, food. Oh, the Caribbean food. Mm. Actually, Caribbean food. That was awesome. But we had like, I went to Greg's, which is like this little bakery thing that they all talk about. Got a sausage roll. Was so shit. Was like the worst sausage roll I've ever had. Okay, but how about Morley's? Morley? Oh, the chicken shop. Yeah. So we that, watched like the chicken shop day. It's so with like, um, uh, Amelia. Uh, Amelia, De- you know. Like, Not Amelia. Amelia. No, Amelia Dick's. Uh, Amelia, yeah. Amelia, yeah. Amelia yeah. goes on the chicken shop dates with these like rappers and stuff. Um, as well as the chicken connoisseur. If you remember him back in the day, they go to chicken shops. And it's like They're meant big, to be a huge thing. thing. We went to it. What did you get? You got some like tenders. I got some chicken, chicken tendies. They were crap. I would prefer sweet <sighs> chicken tenders in the oven. I liked that they were fresh. They were cooked fresh and it was late at night. And like, have you ever gone to a KFC though? And it's like, it, the, the KFC is cold. Mm. That's more of a letdown. I would rather have that food hot yeah. than a cold KFC. Yeah. Like the fact that it was hot. Was great for me. It was. It was. Meh. I got a burger. Add your own salt. Yeah, had to add your own salt to the chips. Was like. It's a no from me. What am I paying you for? Yeah. What am I paying you for? Mm. Seriously. So London was cool. The soccer game was the highlight for me. We went like vintage shopping one day, which was kind of cool. It was very expensive. Nah. Uh, I think it was just really expensive. Yeah, it was just like. I think the thrift shops were better, maybe in like. Actually, yeah, the thrifting was better in Amsterdam. And then we went to Berlin. Yeah. From London to Berlin. And what everyone thinks about Berlin is party, party, party. And one thing you know about me and Evie is we love to party. But uh. we did not even party. So my brother lives in Berlin. He's lived in there for 18 months now. So we stayed with him and his partner, Casper, good guy. Um, and we just, what did we do? First day we went to this little beach. Oh, we went to a lake. A lake. But it was had like sand around it. Yeah. And there was a section of nude people. Nudity. On... So one thing about Germany is nudity is kind of cool. Yeah. Like, it, no, it's not that it's cool. It's more the fact that they've got no issues with like the naked body. Like naked nudity body. for them, they're not batting an eye. So going to so the first day, you tan topless just as a warm-up. Okay. No, just for just warm, letting the people know. Yeah, okay. Just as a warm-up. And then, because, and we're right next to the nude section, but we didn't have the balls to go into that section. The next day, we went to this place called Vabali. Yes. Which is basically like giving hot springs. Hot springs, but naked. 
Yeah. So, so we went to this hot springs and it's called a textile free zone. So you cannot wear bikinis. You can't even wear bottoms because when... So while you're in the water or in the saunas. No, um, you have to like, it, you have to be naked. Like you can't be wear like you can wear your robe or a towel around you. Outside the pool But people ain't stuff. doing that. Outside the pool and stuff, you can wear a robe. But if you're in the pool or in the sauna, you got to be letting it free. But most people were walking around letting it free. Everyone was naked. And at the start, we were both like... I was very nervous. We were both nervous. Well, I think I was more nervous than you. Like, I was up the night before. You you were like, oh, yeah, nah, piece of cake. And I'm pretty, like... I, like, make bikinis. So, like, I'm fine with, like, naked bodies in general. Like, Mm -hmm. whenever I've done, like, shoots, like, I'm happy dressing the girls. But um, I was like, oh, my God, like... Topless, yeah, but like having your vagine out, like mm. that intimidated me. Oh, I was like, what are these girls' grooming techniques? You know, <laughs> like, are we, are we, I, rock, I are thought, they rocking a full bush? Are we, I would have thought in, in Europe, there'd be more full bushes. Look, I could, it could, it could go either end. Yeah. Like, they could be like embracing the bush, yeah. or they could be like stripped bare like a baby. Yeah, so, um, so I, that yeah. was something that was, that was living in my brain. Into the hottest sauna ever. It was 95 degrees and you couldn't even like breathe through your nose. Yeah. Just burning. That was, and I saw the biggest tit of all time. The single-handedly biggest tit of all time. It was the size of, um, probably a little person. A, a door probably door. a penny board. I feel like a penny board, like the length. I'm talking, let's say. Are you talking width or length? If you had a, a, a dwarf. Putting uh, like a cannonball into a pool, but like hanging off her chest. That's what it looks like. A dwarf cannonballing off her chest. I was going to say a penny board length and width. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it's not like a skateboard, but a penny board. It was so big that I couldn't see the other tit. Yeah. (laughs) She was more tit than woman, that lady. Um, and I've just felt that. Good for her. Olivia, yeah, her back problems. Back problems. Uh, it It was... There's probably about 40 kilos on it per tip. Yeah. 40 kilos per tip. That poor but lady. That was cool. For Bali. I was... I, was I, would, I liked for Bali. I feel like it was great that we did it because obviously, like, you get the German experience. Um, It was, like... And you realise that no one's looking at oh, you. Anal so anal oh, my you, God. Where you put your anus to the sun and it helps get you reconnected with... Uh, you should realign your chakras and all that. So I was, was anal gazing oh for a God. bit, which is actually awesome. I I enjoyed anal gazing. Um, I haven't found a place to anal gaze since. Oh my God! I was just, you put your nose <laughs> to the sky and um. You were just lying with your legs spread on one of the couches. You're making it sound like no, I was, you're making it sound like you were just lying. Everyone's lying on these like lounging chairs. And Cameron just decided to have his legs spread. That's what it is. You're making it sound so much more. No, it was anal gazing, Evie. I don't know. Just like that word just sounds very like. That's what it was called. That's what it is. Uh, I don't know. That I perform. Sorry, that's how I realign my chakras and I get Beautiful. more touched in with nature. Um, so that was a good place. Then we went to the. No, okay. No. Well, when we walked in, so basically when oh. we arrived, um, they had like lockers to put like your clothes and your bag in. So basically, I walk in to go into the locker room, and this lady's in there, and she turns to me and she goes, "Women only!" Like to me. I was about five steps behind, but she didn't. I don't think she saw you. She didn't look at me once. I'm a lady. (laughs) I'm a woman. 
you're a woman and you were just wearing the casual clothes down as well like i think you're i was shooketh yeah. i was like what and i literally like i was like i i didn't even know how to respond to that yeah so she thought so i was, was a woman um and then we went to the con- and we also went to this concentration camp yeah um uh, <laughs> it was like Sachsenhausen? Yeah. You actually present, pronounced it really good just then. More like Shittenhausen. It was shit. <sighs> it was shit. It, okay, so we were going in with the expectation. It, not that it was shit. It was more just that, obviously, like, you've seen photos like Auschwitz and, like, you thought it was going to be, like, a really, like, intense experience of, like, seeing all the shoes and, like, seeing all the bunkers and all that kind of stuff. And there was none of that because... There's a difference between... There's execution camp and concentration camps. Execution yes. Execution camp, the bad things happen. The concentration yeah. camp is a bit just like... Uh, still bad things happen. Still bad things happen, but let's just say it's the it's the little brother where... Look, people might have been having a bit more fun there. I'm not saying they were No, fun, they weren't having fun. They were okay. They I, were living... There was... Um, Let's think of, like, these dorms. How big were those bunkers? The bunkers. So, basically, it was more, like, I think it was the first um, concentration camp built. Yeah. And it was more for the people. It wasn't for the Jews at first. It was for the people going against Germany, like, the socialists and everyone that was going against the government. So, there was more German people in there than Jewish till the second. Yeah, they, yeah, it was more, like, trying to correct them. I wanted to see. You were expecting, like, all the six like all yeah it was all Sebastian, our tour guide rambling on about the flowers that grow in the gardens and the pixies and the and I don't yeah he like he wasn't like explaining it very well like he was, half the time. He was literally yeah. sitting there like making tea yeah, like, half the time. It was just long, and then someone long. would ask a question and he'd be like um i'll tell you that in, like at the end, at the end. So me just go, like okay, like even with a question, just answer on the spot, bro. Like me and Evie just go, you know what? Fuck this, let's go. It was also because um, a lot of the stuff, it was a big land of just like rubble, basically. Like there was yeah. nothing actually there because with Germany, um, your um, brother's partner was like explaining to us yeah. how um, basically Germany wants to kind of like forget like that all that happened but poland, but poland is where they had auschwitz so they're kind of like this is all the fuck the shit that happened we've rebuilt yeah. everything that was like destroyed at the end of the yeah. war so they've rebuilt so you can actually feel what it felt like mm. whereas like germany was like oh we're just leaving it as is there's no um there was only like one bunker there yeah. so basically it wasn't like you go there and it's just a lot of grass a lot like of grass and then like you have the walls around and like, so a bunker was probably um wasn't much bigger than the average home. No. Nope. So, like, so you remember those portables you would have at school. school? Yeah. Probably like three of those put, back, put together, and, and there'd be four hundred people. So fucked. And I feel like our tour guide Sebastian, um, <laughs> Sebastian, basically as well. He was trying to be like really like mutual about his, like he didn't want to say that it was like fuck. Or bad, but the Nazis did this. I'm not saying it. I'm like he I'm didn't have like an opinion. I'm like I'm pretty sure it's all bad. Yeah, like, let's, but he was saying so. The Nazis weren't bad for the first couple of years of the war in terms of like yeah. they weren't um, like doing all these fucked shit. But by the end, 
They were really He bad. was basically saying this thing. It's like, you know that saying, like, Rome wasn't built in a day? Yeah. <laughs> basically, like, the war didn't instantly they go, like, we're fucking killing all the yeah, Jews. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. more just, like, a slow process of, like, power. Yeah. Then by the end, like, which was a smaller period is when they were, like, killing yeah. a lot of them off. Anyway, that's all our world work. Thanks for listening to World War Two Talk with Cam and Evie. Um, um, it was... It was cool. it yeah. was interesting, but Cameron was feeling sick, so I, I had to leave. Sick. I just saw dumb dumb. But right now, I do have my nose has been bleeding. Like so um, I think it's also because we've. I was just thinking we've just gone from like London, which was like cold dish, yeah. to like now it's like hot as shit. So I reckon yeah. our body's just like nah. Okay, thank you all for listening. You got anything more to say? Evie? I feel like I. Get off your phone. Oh, no, no, I'm going through <laughs> my notes. I'm seeing if I've got anything else exciting to say. I feel like I have so much exciting stuff to well, say. Well, we'll do another pod next week because we we'll be back posting every week. Yeah. Um, well, I'll be back. I'm not sure if it's... Do you want to put your name onto the pod? The Kamevi <laughs> pod? Kamevi? Kamevi. I feel like I don't really... Lo- it doesn't... It doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't have a... a we don't have a good couple name. Evie's... We don't? Kamevi isn't that good. Is it Cameron and Evie or Evie and Cameron? Uh, Cameron and Evie because I wear the pants um okay okay let's wrap this up baby <laughs> um, thank you all for listening uh, uh Ollie actually isn't dead um I said that side of body he's not dead he, he will be back he's not I will we'll we'll zoom call and we'll get a pot out that way as well soon thank you all for listening and Evie final words say live something. laugh love Live, laugh, love. Peace out.